listening to MD or Q. Uh, my name is Dustin, and with me today is Cameron. Hello, just like every other day. <laughs> and today, uh, we are breaking down Eurovision Song Contest, the story Thank of you. Fire Saga. Yes. With Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams on That is Netflix. the full title. <laughs> that is the full yes. title. Uh, why don't you break down what it's about? Why? Oh God! So in <laughs> Europe, in the entire European market, there is a song contest where it's one, you enter with one song. Yes. And basically, you like fight to the death for this one song. It's like worldwide, like nationwide <laughs> American fight to Idol. The death. Basically, yeah, it's like a, it's like Europe, Europe's American Idol, but it's not. It's not American Idol because it's a lot more over the top. Yes. Like the costume shit and all that stuff is like a big part of the spectacle of Eurovision. So uh, Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams are playing these Icelandic. They're, it's, they're from Iceland, right? Yes, they're Iceland. These Icelandic couple. Uh, not even a couple. They're just childhood friends. Possible brother, sister. Yeah, because the joke is that his dad slash slept with like everybody. Couple. But you don't really realize that he slept with everybody until midway through the movie. Because someone says it. Someone's uh, like, yeah, he yeah. slept with everybody. So it's kind of like they realize. <laughs> Either way. Um, <laughs> so Will Ferrell, Rachel McAdams. I don't know the character names. They, it was uh, Lars and Secret. Lars and Secret. Their dream is to win Eurovision. Not even there. Like just Will go Ferrell's, to Eurovision. Will Ferrell's dream is win Eurovision. Yeah, because when and he's a kid, she's he's, just kind of a music. She's savant, like a, a prodigy at music that just happens to love Will Ferrell. Yeah, but she's she's more of a savant because yeah. she's a little dim-witted in most aspects. <laughs> okay, she's a little. Clueless. But she really excels in music. The voice of an angel. Yes. And- and she writes songs and the whole big thing is, you know, finding yourself and, and being true to oneself. And she does that through playing her song that she wrote. Right. Uh, instead of their joint song that they've been playing this whole time that was called... Uh, Double Trouble. Double Trouble. and um, Which, again, catchy. Pretty catchy. So normally it, you have things like Talladega Nights... Blades of Glory. Semi-pro. Semi-pro. Will Ferrell has done these movies previously where he kind of looks at these historical real-life things and puts his brand of humor, or at least him and Adam McKay's brand of humor, right into it. This has none of that. Um, no, it's, it's way different than what I expected. It's like half musical, half mild comedy about secret and Lars trying to win Eurovision. And like everybody just hates Iceland. Like they're just laughing. Yeah. Like Iceland's Iceland's the butt of the joke and like of the European countries. Yeah. America too. The one of the only funny parts is a subplot of him just ripping Americans and hating Americans. Yeah. Everything's like, why don't you go find Starbucks and overmax your credit cards? Yeah, he wants some heroin. Yeah, why don't you go do some opiates? <laughs> but the Starbucks one was funny because he's like, uh, it's like in the middle of the movie. Yeah, and and he's reflecting in a like fountain. He's, he's like talking stare- to himself. Yeah, he's talking to his reflection in a fountain, 
And these American tourists come up, and I think they ask them for directions. They're looking for Game of Thrones filming locations. Oh, yeah. They're like, is this where they filmed GOT, bro? Yeah. And he's like, I'm looking in a fountain at myself. Like, I'm you reflecting believe? right yeah. now. Can't you tell I'm reflecting? And they're like, oh, okay. Well, sorry. Like, would it be a dick, bro? We just need to know. And he's like, no, you American. And he just launches into his yeah. tirade. And they come back in the end. But anyways, um, you know, it's about... This couple, they are a couple because they have a baby by the end of it. By the end, yeah. Yeah. And Spoiler like, alert. <laughs> like, they are a couple. They're just like this weird uh, sexless couple in the beginning, but then I guess they discover sex. I don't know. It's, I, yeah. They're like, like. This isn't a good movie. Oh, see, I disagree. I was entertained. Like, I, was, this I was very entertained. This is not an entertaining movie. Uh, it yeah. drags on for about two hours and 12 minutes. It is very long. I had no idea. Like I, there was one point where I was like, man, I feel like a lot's happened. Like what's, and I paused it to see how much time I had left. And I was only 20 minutes in. Yeah. That's by the like, time the boat blows up. I was like, wait, what? Demi Lovato's in this. She dies. And then her ghost, and her comes ghost, back her flaming them. armless ghost. I thought that was pretty good. I don't know. She was a useless ghost, though, and he even points that out. That was pretty good. Because she's coming back to warn him that someone's going to try and kill him. It's Yeah, it's like against everyone's, like, thoughts. Not only do they win to represent Iceland in the Eurovision, but they become, like, a favorite to win it. They get to the finals. Somehow after being a fucking embarrassment. (laughs) Like, so they're, they, they get invited, essentially, to, like, the auditions for Eurovision. Like all of Iceland's musicians, musicians try to represent Iceland. are trying to represent Iceland. They go to this big thing. Um, they make complete buffoons of themselves. They just, do. Just absolute fucking idiots. And all of a sudden they're like, oh, we're going to go to this boat party afterwards. We're all going to this boat party. And again, he's Lars is reflecting and secret as well decides to hang back and reflect with him yeah he's like we have to work let's keep working and they're yeah they're having this like deep conversation meanwhile in the distance is the boat that everyone's partying on (laughs) and then all of a sudden this fucking boat explodes and an arm comes flying off yeah limbs start flying onto where they're they're like they're the person that Demi Lovato plays like had all these bracelets on and rings Mm -hmm. and that's who they tell they can tell that it's her is because this arm with all these bracelets and rings just falls in front of him. And she's like horrified and Lars is like, we made it. Yeah, we're we made it. That, this this was first scene that made me laugh. Okay. Because literally is a collection of like five scenes in this two hour movie that made me laugh. Yeah, I don't think I And laughed. they weren't even scenes. They were like split second type like. References and moments. And yeah, stuff. just little stuff here and there. See, I don't know, because I had the basically the exact opposite experience that you did, because like I watched the trailer for this before it came out, like maybe like two weeks ago. I saw I, the preview, I did too, and I was like, "This looks terrible! Like, what the hell?" I was prepared to hop on this podcast and be like, "Will Ferrell, dude, let's go through this last few movies because it's been rough." It has been. And I then, feel like we should do that a little later this, too. Like, I was very, because like what happened? I was very entertained. I don't know. Like, like Daddy's Home One and Two. No, we'll hang on. We'll get to that. <laughs> Don't worry. But like, there were parts of this movie that I enjoyed. I thought the music was catchy. I thought Rachel McAdams was oh, really giving it her no. absolute all. Oh my god, the music was not catchy. Uh, you're gonna tell me that you don't think Yaya Ding Dong is a total banger? 
I don't even remember Yaya I Ding Dong. I would play it if we wouldn't get sued. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank God. Yeah. That was All I, the music was just like generic, generic Euro pop, which I'm just not a big fan of. Like, I just, I don't know. It was something about it. Like it, I thought it was going to be like a typical, like you said, Adam McKay, Will, Will Ferrell adventure. And instead of being like the typical comedy, it was much more like. But those comedies aren't typical comedies. No. I like mean, typical like in them. their avenue, yeah. but. I would have much rather had that than what I got. Like I would have rather have had an over the top ridiculous look mm-hmm. at this Eurovision thing, which in itself is inherently ridiculous and over the top. Yes. And for some reason it seems so tame. Like it just seems so like I don't know. It just yeah. didn't try. It was like they were like, Oh, we have this idea. Oh, it's already ridiculous. Okay, well, we don't have to go any further. Let's just point that. Like, well, that's what I like. Figure skating is fucking ridiculous in itself, and he kind of figured out a way to take that to the next level. This didn't like. This felt like it was a different spirit than that, though. Like this, I felt like he. They were like. I felt like they were afraid of insulting Europe. Oh, see, I thought it was. They weren't even. I didn't think they were trying to insult. I thought that this was more. Well, no. What I'm saying is that like Eurovision is something that is held pretty in esteem. mm Hmm. With a lot of people in the European Union, if you will. Which is, I didn't even know it existed. <laughs> yeah. I so I didn't up. either until Lizzie, my fiance, told me about this. Because she was stoked on this movie. She ended <laughs> up hating it afterwards. Because she's known about Eurovision. And like has seen this shit before. And like is was into the pageantry and ridiculousness of it. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, this is so tame and like timid. Like, this is a timid interpretation of something that should be over the top. I wonder, huh? So that's why I felt like they were just trying to keep it. They want people to watch on Netflix. Right. And the European market is a big fucking market. Like, it's all of Europe. That oh, you, this, don't, you don't say. That, <laughs> that this um, uh, competition represents. Right. So, I mean, really, the only offensive thing in it is towards Russians, who we don't fuck do we care. Uh, <laughs> and I guess Americans, but that's... Yeah, that's but again, I, uh, like, we're the dum-dums who are watching it anyways, no yeah. matter what, because it's got Will Ferrell in it, and we're like, oh, Will Ferrell, com- comedy genius, <laughs> you know? Right. So... Um, how did you feel about there's the scene near the middle of the movie once they've gone to the actual Eurovision contest where they um they all do a song along that i was actually that was the second scene that i was like okay with i was like this is fun were you at all upset that they basically just ripped off the riff off from pitch perfect i called it the song along yeah i i know but that was their only way to do that to actually show like euro vision winners like most i guess guess they packed tons of cameos yes yeah yeah most of that was actual people who have either performed or won Eurovision and things like that like uh oh I don't want to misgender or anything so the person at the end that sings with the beard and the long hair yes there I think winner from two years ago maybe I I have no idea I did not I remember when they won it it. okay I don't yeah I have no um I don't know the proper pronoun as well too so I'm just going to keep it pretty neutral on that one. <laughs> but I'm not doing that out of a, like a not wanting to say it. It's more right. of a respect thing. Like I don't want to like, no, I got gotcha. you miss 
misname or anything like that. Well, then also too, like because most of the names in this I don't fucking know. Yeah, like, there's a lot real of ones, isolated. fake ones. Yeah, there's it's a lot. Of, Flurgans um, and and Turgans and so things like that. There's two performances in particular I want to make sure we talk about too. Um, I guess we'll start. Do you want to start with Pierce Brosnan or do you want to start with Dan Stevens? Um, I'll like Dan Stevens. I with the Pierce Brosnan thing, I'm I'm not. I'm not seeing it. Like I'm really, I'm really, I'm not. Like he, he was in maybe five scenes. He's got a beard. That's okay. But he's throughout it a curmudgeon. Oh yeah, I just think he's it's funny just, of, of all the people they just pick Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, but I mean, you get that recognizability. And the like fact he's beloved that, like, throughout Europe and here. By the end of like these, I mean, did you movie. know? Did you watch the credits at the end? His yeah, name has the American flag and the Irish flag. I did. Yeah. So it's like you know he has this universal marketability because he's fucking James Bond. He's Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. yeah no, he's, he's James Bond. He's, he's the guy from Mrs. Doubtfire. He's, he's the too. second best James Bond ever. He's do. He's the second best James Bond. He's, he's Thomas Crown. Fucking Magnum Steel. He's he's Remington Steel. Well, yeah, there we go. Remington <laughs> he's Thomas Steel. Crown. Magnum Steel is a much better. That's what happens when you cram Magnum PI and, <laughs> and Remington, Remington Steel, Steel together. Um, he's got a sweet mustache and gorgeous hair. No, I got to tell you, I was really kind of disappointed. Gorgeous chest hair because too. Because this whole the whole point of this movie is like Pierce Brosnan does not approve of his son Lars's. Yeah, but music. then he's like. I don't know. He just really has a quick turn of face. He really like well. He, he's won over by their determination to keep singing. Yeah, you know, when everything goes terribly wrong. But no, that's. I kept waiting for this movie to go the route of like really making fun of the fact that Pierce Brosnan can't sing and got clowned for it in the Mamma Mia movies. Like I thought it was gonna be like Pierce Brosnan in his previous was a singer and he got booed off the stage and he was so embarrassed that he just hated music and until mama mia like no but i mean no i, was gonna, I thought they're gonna be like pierce brosnan's character the reason oh the he character music oh, so okay much is because he got he tried it was his dream and he got bullied off the stage yeah, he's just a fisherman and he's, he's just instead he's just, just an just angry a fisherman. fisherman yeah but by the end of the movie he's singing yaya ding dong a lot and just the the optics well of everybody's pierce singing yaya ding dong at the end of that fucking movie <laughs> i loved that that was what the audience you just like saying yaya ding dong that was what the audience That's, kept wanting to hear too like all like, you want to get out there is yaya ding dong they're like hey do you want to hear the song we played on eurovision and they're like ding no dong. yaya ding. the ding one dude dong. is like his face is shaking he's so angry yelling ding for dong. it and then and then yeah ding the other dong. performance is has got to be Dan Stevens, because I think I told you this before Ding we started dong. recording. He's so much better in this Ding than he dong. was in the Beauty and the Beast live action or Downton movie. Abbey. He, I don't know what it is about why I don't know if he just felt like he had less pressure on him because it's not a <laughs> Disney movie or, but like his scene. Well, no, was, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's probably it. Like it he sings in Disney this movie. better than he sings in the Beauty and the Beast movie. I felt. Well, I don't think the the Beast has much singing. Well, they added a song in just for him, like for that live action. Movie. Yeah, and I think it's a pretty lame ass song too, if I'm not mistaken. It is. God, that fucking movie sucked. But like, so like this, I would have never thought about him as like talented in that way, outside of just being an actor. Well, in all his fucking this. movie, I mean, he probably doesn't sing in Downton Abbey, so never mind. Yeah, not a lot of rock ballads in Downton Abbey. No. I guess he dies in a car crash too, like an old timey car crash. I don't even know how you fuck that up. Massive spoiler alert! Those motherfucking things can go more than twenty miles per hour. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so what you're saying is you do not recommend this movie. Like 35 miles per hour. Um, no, I don't actually. It's not. It's not entertaining. Like it's a real fucking slog to get through. And you know what? And now let's get on. Like, are we wrapping this up? I have it. Well, I have a couple of trivia things. Too, well, actually. I want to run down Will Ferrell. Well, I want to really quick. So Pierce Brosnan plays his dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's actually only 13 years older than Will Ferrell. Yes, yeah. <laughs> like it's like noticeable too. Like, yeah, you can tell. they're both older men. And then yeah, that's pretty much the, yeah. the best one from this. The rest is like technical stuff. Like if uh, if the movie was actually taking place, and if the the flashback scene when they were kids is actually 1974, then the character of Secret should be in her 50s, based on the timing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the rest is like they both worked with the director of the movie on, and it's an eleven-year difference between McAdams and, and Farrell. Okay, <laughs> speaking of Farrell, yes, let's. Where do you want to so, start? So, right now, he did this. Yes, and before this, he did Downhill, which is just a remake of Force Majeure. It's a, I believe, French movie or Canadian movie. I forget, but it's about. Uh, it's a Swedish. Swedish. Force majeure. Force majeure was Swedish. It's, it says internationally co-produced comedy drama. Yeah. So I don't know if you know the story of that movie. I uh, know. So a family is at a skiing retreat and one of those controlled avalanches is happening, but it mm. is not controlled. And they're eating at this like, it's like a patio area. Mm-hmm. And one of the like explosion goes off and it sets off the avalanche, but the avalanche goes out of control and comes piling towards this um, this like patio that they're at at this outside eatery. Okay. The dad straight gets the fuck up and bounces. He does <laughs> not try to save his family or wife and he just fucking runs, leaves them behind, does not kill them. It actually, I don't even think like, Reaches them. Reaches them. Yeah, yeah. like it, it's fine. And <laughs> or like it gets to them, but it doesn't like fuck shit up too much. Mm-hmm. And so then from there, it's just their marriage unraveling because he was just this fucking coward in this. It's, okay. it's a really good movie. Um, this, I know, didn't do well box office wise. Mm-hmm. And is essentially, from what I heard, was just a remake of that exact thing. So I won't really count that against him. Okay. But Eurovision, bad. I guess he's in the Impractical Jokers movie, which is bad. I'm not, I've cameo, never seen yeah. it. Uh, Between Two Ferns, a movie, never seen it, but he plays himself. He wasn't really in that much either, because it's okay. about it's basically about Zach Galifianakis going around and filming uh, Between Two Fern bits, Between Two Ferns bits for Will Ferrell and for Funny or Die. Oh, okay. Uh, so then Lego Movie. <laughs> yeah, Lego Movie Two. Which it doesn't really count because he's in it for like ten seconds. I don't so, even okay. think President Business is even in that much, too. So then really his last live action, he was the power behind it, is Holmes and Watson. Is Yeah, Holmes Did and you Watson. ever see that? I saw part of it. It was a piece of shit. <laughs> that is an unwatchable piece of shit. I hate to be coarse and so angry at that, but I watched that for free when it hit HBO, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I was upset then. 
Like it wasted my fucking time. Didn't it do so bad that it ended Glor- Gary Sanchez Productions? I believe so. Like they both were like, "Hey, we're not." Gonna Even though I think together. this was a Gary Sanchez production, it was. So I don't know if that was if this has been in. In uh, maybe this was the last one. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So then he's in Daddy's Home Two, The House. The House isn't bad. Zoolander Two. Bad. Daddy's Home One. Eh. Get Hard. Eh. Lego Movie, which is Lego Movie is fine. Anchorman Two is eh. Pretty bad. The Internship. He's a mattress salesman. Yeah, it's just the cameo. Yeah. The campaign. The campaign was terrible. Eastbound and Down is probably his last great performance. Uh, I when In was Eastbound and Down? Two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Okay, he plays Ashley Schaefer, the because BMW. Because the other guys is also two thousand ten. The other guys is fantastic. It's okay. He's also the voice of Mega Mind, and Everything Must Go was pretty good too. Everything must go. What the fuck was that? His like, I think his wife leaves him, and he has. Oh no, that movie was terrible. No, nah, I thought it was good. Uh, so other no. guys, I'm surprised that you're so indifferent to other guys because I thought this movie was that. I mean, other guys is up there with my favorite Will Ferrell movies. Everything must go was terrible. The other guys is okay, but I don't know, man. Like, I feel like he had a really solid and unbeatable run in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And now has petered off into really bad territory. Which is funny because I want to talk a little bit about the movies he's produced and the things he's been involved in because he clearly still knows like good material because he produced Vice, he produced Booksmart, he produced Hustlers, the movie with J Lo. That's uh, I think that's all just association. With uh, him and Adam McKay's production. He's currently, I believe, a producer on uh, Succession and Dead to Me, which is the Netflix show. I just I feel like he like the things he has his hands in are are quality enough material that it seems odd that the material he's picking for himself or that he's doing for himself wouldn't be as as good or as sharp because he wrote Eurovision with someone. Yeah, he did. And so it's interesting to look back because I don't think he wrote Holmes and bad. Watson. I don't think he wrote Holmes and Watson. No. Uh, he hasn't written very much. Step Brothers, Anchorman. Oh, he wrote A Night at the Roxbury. That's funny. Uh, Night, so it's basically Night at the Roxbury, Anchorman, Talladega Nights, um, Step Brothers. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That You're Welcome America, the final night with George W. Bush thing he did for mm-hmm. HBO or Showtime, I forget. Anchorman 2, or that just seems to be characters and written by. And, and then, this. And then Eurovision, yeah. Eurovision. So I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just... So you're not putting this in your pantheon of Will Ferrell movies, is what Absolutely you're saying? Absolutely not. What about your pantheon of Rachel McAdams movies? Uh, no. As a matter of fact, I would put the third season of True, the second season of True Detective, over this. <laughs> because, in terms of her pantheon of performances. Because let's end on on how good I thought Rachel McAdams was in this movie. Yeah, she's all right. And it's not even like it's it's more just because, like I said to you earlier, it's how committed she is to how like stupid everything is. 
Yeah, and again, going back to True Detective season two, she's real committed to how everything's fucking stupid in that too. But it's like a completely different type of stupid. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like her versatility, I think, goes under underappreciated. Oh no, she's a really good actress. Like you never realize that she's the main mean girl. Like it, yeah, like when I real like I when I was doing the age difference between her and Will Ferrell. I was like, she's like 30, isn't she? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, no, she's 42. I was like, oh, yeah. Like, she was in Mean Girls. She's that. She's probably like 20 in that. She's or Regina so. George, yeah. Yeah. And, so. the, and then The Notebook, Wedding Crashers, Red Eye, which is pretty sweet. Like Red she, Eye, retroactively, ret, in retrospect, is actually pretty good. Very good, yeah. In the moment, kind of a ridiculous, stupid movie. She had her, her like her uh romance dramas the love movie like she had all sorts of, like she just did such a wide variety of things like i'm waiting for her to get that one serious movie and that serious performance to like build that oscar buzz because i do think she's talented and i think she's probably one of the better actresses yeah in terms of range working didn't hasn't she been nominated before i don't think she's been nominated for anything she might have gotten nominated because she was in spotlight yeah. Uh, but I don't think she's gotten nominated for any Academy Awards. Huh. Well, I guess she's not that good of an actress then. I'm going to look right now. <laughs> oh, she, okay. So she was nominated for one. For uh, what? Uh, looking for it. She's a good knife fighter in True Detective Season 2. She does knife fights. I should have gotten an award for that. That's for sure. Yeah. She should have. She was, okay, I was like right. the worst but most interesting character. She was nominated for Best Supporting Actress for Spotlight. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So, that okay. But I feel like she'll get one of those movies where it's like, oh, okay, we kind of Because she's pretty wooden in The Notebook. Like, that, I'm, I, I know people love... is is kind of wooden. Yeah, I know. I know people love that movie, but that is a poorly acted movie. Like, and, and, and honestly, the way he gets her to love him is pretty fucking weird and fucked up. <laughs> Too. It's not, yeah, it's not the best. Can I just say fuck Nicholas Sparks? Can I just roll that one out there? I, you already did. Like, he sucks. The notebook sucks. His writing sucks. It's a little off topic. Uh, yeah, let's 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 bring it back. Let's <laughs> let's 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 bring it back and put a Rachel on McAdams. It. I just I feel like this real movie, good with how how easily accessible Netflix is. I think a lot of people are going to watch this, and you're going to see a lot of yes. wow. Rachel McAdams is that talent? Like she's that funny, and she and we should say too. We know she did not do her own singing in this movie, and she's but she's like a dim witted savant in it, and she does a good job at that. But she's just she's and like she's as convincing in that as she is in everything else she's done. Yes, and I think especially that, True Detective season two. I think that's what made it so entertaining to me, is like you're watching this actress, and it's almost it almost felt like Will Ferrell like was like okay the the crux of this movie is this is secret is this female character yeah yeah so I'm gonna clear out and let her let her really well because he still does like his Will Ferrell things but like it's nowhere near it's nowhere near like the levels of like a typical Will Ferrell performance or movie would be. And so I think that's why it's so, it's so jarring. But like at the same time, it was just with her as the central performance, like it's going to be endearing because she's just an endearing actress. I feel like he does his usual Will Ferrell. Cause it's like a lot of Will Ferrell, Ferrell for two hours. Yeah. But not like, like it's not a lot of secret. It, it's pretty even between even both the both. like the sex scene that they go off on like you deal more with him in the aftermath than you do like her they don't even have sex because 
Yeah. What's his name is actually gay. Dan Stevens, yeah. Dan Stevens' character is gay, the, the which is pretty of, obvious when he has like an all-male dancer troupe with no shirts. All the group, all the statues in his house are look yeah. like him. Yeah. All the, yeah, there's a lot of like he's, his wardrobe is on point though. But he's so, he's from Russia. <laughs> yeah. This was the third funny part that I laughed at cuz there's a whole scene where she's like she's telling him like, "Oh, you're gay." He's like, no, there's no gay people in Russia. Yeah, no. And and she's like, that's statistically impossible. And he's like, no, there's just no gay people in Russia. I'm telling you, no. And that is actually like kind of the fucked up way that (laughs) they want them to think in Russia. Uh, So. But at the end, they're like, why don't you move to Greece? He's like, I'll move to Greece. Yeah. I like the statues. I like. Yeah, Yeah, he likes the statues because it's dudes with wieners. (laughs) Um, but uh, yeah so this was like i said it was different than i expected but it was better than i expected um so i would recommend it i know i know where you're going with this i don't recommend it uh so i guess we will leave it watch paint dry we will leave it at that let us know what you thought of the eurovision song contest the story of fire saga and if you are with Cameron on this just one, just watch actual replays of Eurovision on YouTube. And let us know if you side with Cameron on this one or if you're with me. Uh, you can find us on Twitter or Instagram at Heffabrew and online just at Um And anything else you want to add on? Uh, if you don't side with me, you're just an idiot. Not an idiot savant, but just a fucking idiot. Ouch. All right. Well. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Oh, that makes yeah, that, that makes, makes you an idiot. idiot. Yeah, no, yeah. oh, I'm an idiot now too. Not realizing that. Damn it. Thank you guys. And uh, oh, 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 I'm sorry. It, you also have uh, look. I know we did the end with about McAdams, but I, I gotta say no because they're both putting on like these weird like Farrell and Rachel McAdams are both doing these fucking dumbass. Icelandic. Oh, we are sure Florkin and Flirk. <laughs> we are Lars and Streakin or whatever. I forget her name now. And you have to deal with these fucking accents the entire movie for two hours. It's and there's other like non Icelandic or yeah, Scandinavian or yeah. whatever actors in it that you have to deal with these actors doing these dumbass accents that aren't their actual accents. And it's just like, I don't know. That annoys me. That annoys me to no end. Like, cause it's like, I don't know. They don't do the accents. Well, they're literally just like, Oh, we are from Iceland. Yeah. Ha ha. You know? And it's like, they could be Swedish, Norwegian, Scandinavian. They just doing this generic, like, Ho ho ho! You're so funny. Like the uh, Hans and Lons, like they're literally just doing the old uh, Kevin Nealon. Wasn't it Hans and Franz? Hans and Franz. Yeah. Sorry. You say Lons? <laughs> what is yeah. Lons? I don't know. They got weird <laughs> names like that. Um, I, my name's Cameron, so it's a weird name. Cameron. I got room to talk. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know. Yeah, it is actually supposed to be Cameron. I was. <laughs> Like English proper pronunciation or whatever I was told by my English teacher cousin very young. Anyways, rambling on now. Thank um, you guys. Not that great of acting because the stupid fucking accents they're putting on through the whole movie. It's just a bad movie. I don't recommend it. Bye. So enjoy it and uh, we will see you later in the week. Thank you. (laughs) 